guess who's back? No, I'm kidding. I wouldn't do that. I have wanted to make that joke several times, though. Hello again. Thanks for coming back. Uh, if it's your first time here, then uh, welcome to Moe's. I don't know. Um, it's been a couple weeks. It's been a busy couple weeks. Just kind of wrapping some things up with the year, seeing the family, feeling a crippling lack of motivation to create. <laughs> no, it's fine. Um, I had some stuff planned, and honestly, just kind of didn't want to do it. But I'm going to talk about that a little bit today. Funny story before we get started, though. I actually sat down for the first time for this podcast and attempted to write out a big picture some bullet-pointed lists, some thoughts, you know, and a real serious outline for a podcast, which was not something I had intended to do, but I wanted to just try it and see if I felt like I was corralling my thoughts correctly and still going to make the point. It's not like it was I wrote down a script. It was not a script. It was just kind of, what do I want to say? And let me make sure I hit all the points and let me make sure I'd say it the way I'd said it to myself in the shower this morning. And... I recorded that podcast. Well, I got about, you know, 20 minutes in and decided I needed to scrap it and try it again at a later date. So I'm doing this one instead. Sometimes you are not ready to create. I was watching a Gary V video the other day, and his one of his biggest things um, is... You don't always have to create, but you should always document. And on the surface level, that sounds simple, maybe a little too surface levelly, and like it needs some definition. But he's not wrong. When he says document, he means you can do something. You don't have to create a grand master plan, but you should continue to attempt. You should continue to do Something kind of in the vein, right? And especially in his world of, of creating, uh, you know, filmed content and, and, and written content, just content creation, especially in the, in the film production, yada, yada, and YouTube and things like that. Uh, it's easy for him to say that because he doesn't, everything doesn't have to be a new project. Sometimes it can just be, let's just document, what did I do today? I was watching some good interviews and that was a big thing for his, so... Today that's my attempt. I'm gonna I'm gonna document and not create because I've been out of the creative space for a couple weeks here. A lot of my attention and my creative uh, energy has been kind of put in some other places. So today we're doing kind of a, a life update and a mini lesson. Not <laughs> mini lesson. My teacher mode just entered like crazy levels. I'm doing just a little mini episode about uh, next year some goals that I have, a little bit about New Year's resolutions, and just some things I think I want to talk about that don't require an entire episode. So first thing, finish the book. Finish The Coddling of the American Mind by Greg Lukianoff and Jonathan Haidt. I recommend the shit out of this book. You should go read it. It's about, it's a lot about social media and the political and cultural landscape and its evolution over the past six or so years. Um, I mean, it, not, it wasn't released today, so it's not up to 2020, up to date. I'm sure that would be interesting. Um, but it, it was it's about basically the, the change of the landscape with the inclusion of social media and what happened when the people who grew up with cell phones in their pockets went to college. 
that was kind of a big thing was the change in the landscape of in the community of college campuses around the United States and and how that was all affected by social media and technology. I'm not saying I agree with it or that it's it's word of of God, but it's a really good book with a lot of really good statistics, and I think everybody should try and read it um, and make your own judgments. Moving on from that, got one for Christmas, and I'm starting the Dichotomy of Leadership by Jocko Willington Leaf Babin. So far, so good. So far, so great, actually. Um, I'm not certain if I should have read Extreme Ownership first, but I'm reading that. I'll probably read Extreme Ownership at some point. Uh, everything I know about Jocko, I mean, you guys have probably heard me say this. Most of my friends have heard me say this multiple times. There's no way it's going to be a bad book. So if you're still looking to read, you should pick up one of those or anything. I've got a giant list, and I've got some stuff I have bought recently slash been gifted to read and there's a lot of good books out there so anyway uh that is book number three done actually since october so i'm still on track for one a month i think i was a little late with uh maybe the second one not exactly a book a month but i'm on three books in the last three months so good books pick it up Anyway, moving on from there. Uh, also today, Buffalo Trace in a nice Orpheus. I know this is probably blasphemous. It's a it's a beer glass, but it's not really a beer glass. It's a sniffner. Like you can put whiskey in this. It's not a big deal. You can put bourbon in this. You can put a lot of stuff in this. But it's from a, a brewery, but a great brewery and great distillery and bourbon. So anyway. Uh, that's what's on the menu today. Next one of these that I'm drinking coffee. Man, that's so good. I got another new coffee too coming up, so look out for that. I'm enjoying the coffee recommendations lately. Speaking of alcohol and beer, I've actually been recently looking into diving and learning more about the brewing process for beer and all that other stuff. Uh, for reasons. Obvious reasons. Um... But it's cool stuff. It's science-related. Uh, it's, it's really just interesting to me. So doesn't hurt to find some things and learn about them sometime. Take from what it was you will. Take it from, wow, this just, I'm throwing that sentence out the window. Forget about it. Also, new shirt. Unisana shirt. I don't know if you can see it in the video. But awesome shirt. Also got the hoodie. One of the best hoodies I've ever owned. Super excited. It only took me like a month to get it here. If you don't know what Unisonis is, I'd love to explain it, but you missed it. So this will be, this is kind of a hint, spoiler, teaser, whatever. Unisonis is probably going to end up being the topic of, or the concept kind of around it will probably end up being the topic of a podcast one day. So can't wait for that. Maybe I'll wear this again. Who knows? I don't know. Uh, moving on from that, that's just kind of the life update. Got some stuff turned in, finished out the semester uh, I think the last one was after I finished the semester two officially, but you know, got that all kind of finally wrapped up, cleaned out the emails, saw the fam for Christmas, yada yada. Was fun. Let's talk about next year. So I already said on the last one, um, next year, my goal. I don't like New Year's. I don't like the concept of New Year's resolutions because I don't think you need a new year to set a goal. But 
I guess it's kind of a New Year's resolution is run a thousand miles. Also run a marathon. So first thing with that, I want to get a thousand miles in. I don't want to put it on a month or a weekly basis. I'm doing this with a friend too. She's going to try and do 500, but she wants to do it like, you know, set a goal for like 10 a week or so, you know, which eh, it's about 500 like that, you know. Um, and I told her, I was like, hey, just do 500. You know, it's, it's cooler if you do the long-term thing. It sounds way better. Not like I ran 10 miles a week for a year. While that's the same and still is impressive, it's not nearly as cool as like ran five, I ran 500 miles last year. Like, that's kind of cool. So we'll see. But my goal is to not be, be particular about it. I mean, I know there's going to be months where it's like, you know, these last, last two months I've run about 75% what I ran in October. So, but in October I ran like, you know, 300% of what I ran in the three months before that. So, you know, is what it is. We'll see. That's the goal. Speaking of goals and updates on that, um, tomorrow I have a, a plan to go run with a friend and probably do about three miles. And that three miles will be miles 348, 49, and 50. So 350 from June 3rd to December 31. Well, and then, you know, more than 352, but, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll do some more on the, the 30th and 31st, most likely. So that's cool. Goes to show. Other than that, though, I guess kind of digging in a little bit more to one of the topics I kind of wanted to hit quickly today. I have been doing a lot of, well, doing a little bit of researching a lot of content about minimalism. So there's this cool concept about minimalism that is, I'm going to take my hat off. I'm sorry if it's disturbing. <laughs> minimalism is the concept of decluttering your life. So it can be decluttering your possessions. A lot of people think about minimalism as decluttering your possessions. It's really about decluttering everything so possessions it can be de and it's it's actually not minimalism in its whole is about decluttering whatever you want it to be you don't have to do anything and decluttering is also kind of a really simplified word for what the real concept is so the real concept is to make sure that everything in a given category of your life uh, has meaning has a purpose and and brings you joy or brings you function or utility so for me recently what i've been trying to do is kind of get all the extra stuff out of my life. I got rid of, I at least got out of my house. I got rid of a bunch of shirts, um, clothes, junk in my closet, um, junk in my bathroom. Like, you know, just, I'm, I was, I've for a while, I've kind of been that guy where if it's something I don't, there's places in my house that I don't pay attention to enough and I kind of have gather as just kind of junk places. One of them was my bathroom. It was like, okay, I got a hand cream or I got a, a face wash or I got a, you know, something like that or extra. I got, I was given shampoo for Christmas. And so it just sits under the sink and clean that out. That felt amazing. You know, cleaning out the fridge, cleaning out the, um, just getting rid of extra mugs and things, other stuff, you know, just stuff I don't need. I, I do need to do more in the kitchen. But anyway, moving on from that. Uh, I've been reading a lot, reading a lot, watching a lot, uh, some documentaries, some YouTube videos, some, a lot of stuff. A lot of it about uh, Matt Diavella. 
Also, occasionally, uh, people like Thomas Frank. Not a minimalist, but similar concepts. Gary V. Also not necessarily a minimalist, but similar concepts about purpose to, uh, of, uh, to things in life. So all that goes to say, I've been I'm doing a little bit of research. I'm going to try implementing it a little bit more. But one of the big things that I did recently that I wanted to talk a little bit about, and this is going to this is going to come back to um, New Year's resolutions and things in a little bit. So don't worry. But one of the big things that I came up to recently was there was one thing in my house that really just got to me on a day-to-day basis. Not because there was anything wrong or that it held bad memories or that it you know, was haunting my soul. You know, no, not like that. But just the more I started reading this stuff and watching this stuff and thinking about trying to, I was, you know, moving some stuff around in my house, my living room. And I, I, I needed some furniture for some things. And I just, I, I kept, um, I kept looking at this bookshelf that I had kept in my kitchen. And this is not to say that and I'm going to make a, it's not bold, but some people will judge me and I don't care. Um, well, <laughs> if they judge me, they're stupid because they won't pay attention to the whole thing. But there's a thing that college kids do where they save liquor bottles. So for the last uh, about two and a half years, maybe, I think it kind of started when I was a senior in college, when, when I started drinking more bourbon, I started doing a thing where every time I drank a new bourbon, uh, I would save the bottle and just kind of have like a graveyard of cool bourbons I've drank, right? Not every bottle, not it's not like I was a crazy rager, like especially not at that time. I was not drinking very much at all, but when I did, I, excuse me, when I did, I enjoyed it. So, uh, I kept all those. It was probably, I don't know, you're talking three years, maybe three and some change. How old am I now? 24. So, you're talking like three years-ish of bottles. Um, probably like half of them were gifts or things that I bought with a friend. Um, that was maybe like 25, you know, not nothing crazy. But it was it was too many. It was it was too much space for something that didn't bring me much joy anymore. I mean, at the time it was fun. I guess it's still fun, but it's not the same. I'm not. I'm more. I'm more tried and true now in what I drink and when I drink. I I like to I like to put a nice bourbon neat in a snifter and try it. And I I, I mean I, I don't try and buy something new every time. I know it's good now. So. From there, I just I look at it every day, and I was thinking two things. One, it doesn't bring me joy, and in a weird way, I don't want friends to come over and be like, "Oh, are you? Is that the last two months? Are you an alcoholic?" Like, no, that's like a weird, in a weird way, like a weird shrine to like something I just really enjoy. And like, no, I don't want them to think that. And that's not what it was. And it's not like I would not tell them and they understand. It was just it's a weird thing to have. And so uh, the other the other second part of it was I kind of needed the bookshelf so because I have too many books. Uh, most of my method books had come home. A lot of them were staying in my office for a while. Uh, I was getting more books. I've been reading a lot, obviously, so they weren't all fitting on one and a half shelves because I had a weird like half shelf and wasn't as organized as I wanted it to be and a lot of problems. And so I was thinking, well, I need the bookshelf. And 
Most of it doesn't bring me joy. The other thing with the with the bourbon bottles, most of them are bourbon bottles. There's the occasional other thing. There's a bottle of mead. Um, was that most of them, they weren't just about the bourbon. They were about the memory I made. So most of those were either gifts from friends, family, yada, yada, or they were something I bought with a friend and we drank together. That's the other thing is it's not this for a long time has not been a me drinking on a podcast thing for a long time. It was me and my, my best friends would go get a bottle of something fancy and drink it and, you know, watch a movie and enjoy life, you know, when I was a senior. Um, so I didn't want to, here's the thing. Here's the thing about minimalism. Here's the thing about minimalism. The thing about me and the thing about all this, this whole concept is, I've never enjoyed things that are just memories made. So, um, perfect example, people want to give you gifts and they get you something to sit on the wall. I've talked about this a little bit before. I just don't, I don't like, here's this thing. I thought you'd like it. You can put it on your bookshelf. Like it's, it's not like that. I want you to give me something I can use. And it's not just about gifts. It's about other things too. Um, you have things that you like this ex specific example, but also other material goods that just are supposed to sit and hold memories like a jar. And I've always thought that was kind of weird because I remember the memories. Like if I go to a concert, I see people recording. I'm like, don't do that. <laughs> this is going to sound crazy because I, I, I know a lot of people do this, but recording at a concert is dumb. And you shouldn't do it because it's not the same. You're, you're then looking at an actual human memory through the lens of the concert. So when I think about this, this is a, a tying example. If you go back and you watch that video, you're not watching. It's not helping you remember the concert. It's helping you remember taking the video. So put your phone down and watch the concert. And in the same way, when I would pick up one of these bottles, I would say, oh, I remember that time. And... I started thinking about it and I was, I would say some of these, I remember very well, right? I, there's a one that I, as a bottle of lusty claw that I took to Jekyll Island for a gig where I, me and Bill, uh, we, we had to, we played a little jazz uh, quartet gig on Jekyll Island for like four days in a row. It was one of the cushiest gigs of my entire life. They put us in a nice hotel and I bought a bottle of, of Lusty Claw, um, which is a pretty, pretty nice bourbon for me. You know, it's a 22-year-old in college. It's not, you know, pappy or anything. But, you know, for me, it's nice. And I thought it tasted nice. I remember that trip very vividly. And so there's there was bottles like that. And then there was bottles where... It was like, yeah, that was one of the nights we had at the trailer where, you know, we, just, we bought a nice bottle and we watched a movie. And some days I could remember the movie and some days I couldn't. And some days I could remember exactly who was there. Sometimes I couldn't. And then I realized that some of those are about specific memories and some of those are about remembering a person and, like, the, the times we had that aren't super specific, but I remembered how they made me feel. And as the more I thought about that, the more I thought about it, the more I thought about it. And I'm like, I don't need the bottle to do that for me. Sometimes the bottle is doing it for me. It's helping. I look at it as with a fond memory and say, I remember that specific time. Sometimes I wouldn't. 
not because it was unforgettable, but just because it, or not because it wasn't special either, but just because it was special, not in what we did, but how I felt. And I decided that those things, for now, those bottles, but those things of any kind, right, are not useful. Um, they don't bring me any extra joy. They don't do anything. They just take up space on a bookshelf. They, you know, all the good memories, the ones that I can remember, like the one on Jekyll Island, the, the, that memory, I will never forget that. I'll also never forget all those individual little ones where I can't necessarily remember exactly the movie, but I'll never forget how it made me feel and how important those memories are of my life and how the, the way, the time that I spent with those friends has influenced everything about me since then. I'll never forget that. And so, do I need the things? Do I need the material things? Well, no. Uh, one, they take up space. They're not enjoyable to look at necessarily. And when I move, they've got to come with me, I guess. And that's a lot of work for fragile objects that are going to take up several boxes. And so I'll put them in. A, I called Bill and he made me a recommendation. I put them all in the closet for like a week, a week and a half. Um, and he said, if you don't miss them after that week and a half, then. Throw them away. You didn't need them to begin with. And I was like, that's wise. Um, I And the weird thing was, I was putting them in the closet, and I was like, I, I already know I don't need these. So then I put them in the closet, and I started thinking, and I was like, well, some of them are more, I could, I could throw all of them away and be fine. But some of them are more special than others. And then I started thinking that there are some things that I need, not that I need, but there are certain objects that have purpose. Like, I don't like to buy... I don't necessarily like to just go buy a thing because I need the thing. I like to buy a thing and the thing be special, but it still be something I need and something that I can use. For example, um, like, the I needed a coffee mug the other day. I wanted to, you know, I just needed a new coffee mug um, because I had some friends over and... They were staying the night, and I only had one coffee mug, and so I needed to be able to serve coffee in the morning. So instead of just buying a coffee mug that I'm just going to hate or not use, especially because I, I'm i not going to use it, that was kind of the other thing. was like I, I'm, you know, 360 days out of the year I live alone, so when am I going to use this coffee mug? I went and found... You know, one that I, I threw away the one I had, and I found something that I thought was kind of cool. Um, just a regular coffee mug. It's got an L on it. But I was like, that's personable. That's reasonable. It's simplistic. And I like it. So I bought it because I like it, and it has a purpose, right? So then I was I, – the, the long story short for that is I don't just like to buy stuff to just buy stuff. Like, okay, that's a cool – you know, whatever. It Like, I want it to, to make me happy when I use it, and that one makes me happy because it's simple. So I like it. And so I was thinking, I was like, what if I found something to do with the whiskey bottles, like with the bourbon bottles, with the bottle of mead, with the start. So I, I uh, pulled some of them out. I had already reorganized all the bookshelves because I was pretty convinced they weren't coming back. And I used them as, uh, what do you call this, bookends. 
you know, just to hold up some of the books that were going to fall down. And I am so happy with that because they now not only do I have something uh, that I need, I guess I don't need need bookends, but like it doesn't cost me much extra to have a couple of them around to, to serve a purpose. Now, not only do I have something that I need, I have something that I need that I don't have to just go buy something generic and use. I have something that I need that I enjoy having around that serves, that has a memory and serves a purpose. And that's, that's kind of what minimalism is about. It's because every little thing that you have that you, you, you own needs to bring you joy or serve a purpose or something like that. So I got rid of like 90% of them. I kept one that I was a very special um, trip with a friend. As a 21, I think it was the 21st birthday present. We went to Ghost Coast Distillery in Savannah. Um, two that were a graduation present, one from that same friend and one from my, my uncle. One that was a birthday gift last year. Uh, it was very nice. And uh, the Lusty Claw bottle and the bottle of meat, I think, and that was it. Pretty sure. All that said, everything else was, I just didn't need it. I, I realized that it was it was easier for me to put a cap on them of like, okay, how many bookends do I need? And that was cool. So... I looked at that model of how that worked of like, okay, I have stuff that I, I don't want that takes up space and I just I need to get rid of it. I looked at that model. I started implementing it at the rest of the places in my house. So like I have, um, let me think of another example somewhere. Uh, so like in the closet, I was like, okay, I have a jillion shirts. <laughs> how do I determine which shirts I need and which shirts I want to get rid of? And so I just kind of went down the line of like, okay, do I wear this? Does it make me happy when I wear it? If not, put it in a you know put it in a box. So, uh, and I got I've already pared down probably like twenty percent of my shirts, and I have full intention of getting rid of the other ones. And so that that led me to believe like okay, I've always been not always but recently for the last you know ten years, uh, I've always worn V-necks like solid or textured V-necks without labels, without logos, without anything. They can be cheap. They can be whatever. V-neck Vans t-shirt, or t-shirt, jeans. Um, started thinking about that, and I'm like, okay, there's a lot of t-shirts in this closet. I only wear the t-shirts when I work out. Do I need all the t-shirts? And so I started thinking about it. I'm like, yeah, the t-shirts, some of the t-shirts bring me joy. And then I realized that sometimes you can change, and you can, that can affect the, the way, like, the outcome of what you're trying to do. You can realize things about yourself that you had been, doing for a long time without actually realizing. And I realized I actually do like wearing t-shirts with logos and whatever on them. As long as the t-shirt reminds me of a, it serves a, a function and the function is like to work out in or whatever. Um, and it brings me a memory. So example, I, uh, I have a, I just had a really, I don't know. It was a really good day. I was in target and I bought a captain America t-shirt and I came home and put the captain America t-shirt on. I was like, I look good in this Captain America t-shirt. It just fit nice. I saw it went and a friend came over that night. And I was like, hey, I bought this, and I think it looks good. Tell me what you think. She's like, oh, that looks good. So it's a cool memory. So I like that Captain America t-shirt, so I keep that. It's a throwaway, like, $5 Target t-shirt, but it's cool. So it serves a function. It makes me happy. And that's way more important than the – when it put when I put it on, it makes me happy because I wouldn't think of that memory otherwise a lot, which is cool. As opposed to, I, I got rid of a couple 
concert t-shirts, one from uh, the Eagles that I went and saw when I was 14, so that would have been 2010, and Journey when I went and saw in 2012 when I was 16. Both of them were birthday presents. Thanks, parents. Um, I have those memories. They're not going anywhere. So, and I think about them a lot, actually. So, why keep the t-shirts? Also, I'd, that's the other thing is I don't, I don't like to keep stuff that feels fragile. I don't want to go mess up those t-shirts because they, you know, it's, it's, that's a weird thing. It's like you, I got this thing and I don't really want to wear this thing that much because I don't want to wear it out. Like, it's kind of a weird, I don't know. I feel, I'm afraid I'm going to have that problem with this shirt, but that's a different discussion. All of that circling back to say, I'm planning on doing that with the rest of the places in my house, and I think that other people should make some some very grand assessments about what is important in your house. What do you actually use? What's important to you? What can you get rid of? Um, and what brings you joy? One big thing for me was um, books. So I have a lot of books. I don't know when I'm going to read most of them again. I don't know that I'm ever going to read some of them ever again, but I have them. And the weird thing about books is they bring me joy just by having them. I don't know if it's, I feel like I'm filling my head with knowledge and I'm imbuing upon myself power. I don't know what, what it is, but I like, I like having books. And so I just decided I'm like, I'm not getting rid of books unless it's just a book. I'm, I'm, 100% certain is useless and I hate it and I'm not going to read it again. You know, I just, I kept them all, especially the fantasy books from my childhood and the novels and all that other stuff. I don't know when I'm going to be able to read Spiderwick Chronicles again. Not that I even finished the series to begin with, but I read the first, like, two. And I loved it, so I kept the books. These books that I'm reading now, I'm absolutely keeping those because most of them are reference materials and they're important to me. I'm not throwing away books. Not throwing away movies, DVDs, you know. Um, CDs, music equipment, with the exception of stuff I really don't use, like a, a multitude of mallets over there. Not doing that. So, with all that said, uh, the minimalism train, right, that I've been taking recently, and, and, and make some recommendations. If you're not watching Matt Diavella videos, just go try a couple. Some of them are cheesy, right? I'm not saying he's God or everything. This is not, I mean, uh, I get that flack from a lot of people. Like, why don't you just shove these content creators down your throat. Like you, you won't stop talking about Joe Rogan and David Goggins and Jocko Willink. Okay. So first off, they're all right. But moving on from that point, um, no, everybody's cheesy and everybody has some weird content. Not nothing. No one person that says makes content is just correct. So don't take it with a grain of salt. Just, just go watch a couple. There's some, there's a lot of stuff he says that's really cool and really useful. So, Gary V, also great videos. Um, like I said, the Thomas Frank videos are cool. I brought that up about the, the I forget, the piano guy. It's not Chris Cornell, is it? No, it's not. Wow. Um, I don't know. I brought it up last time. That was a good video. It was about uh, productivity and music and yada, yada, yada. So just some stuff like that. People that are about just, just decluttering your life, good videos, right? So I've been watching a couple of those, and I thought about the the challenge in October and what I wanted to do for next year and why I felt like I've been slumped for a few weeks and things like that. And I decided that 
I work better a little bit under pressure and I work better when I have goals like long-term goals and goals that I feel like I'm kind of stuck against. Not, I want to do this thing by this time, but more about like habit building. Um, so my goal, uh, for next year, in addition to, this is, it's a long kind of con into that, but the, the minimalism story is important. My goal for next year, in addition to running a thousand miles and running a marathon, those are my two like year goals. I also would like to continue to read a book a year, do Sober October again, continue to improve on uh, exercising and, and eating healthy, which I've been doing really good at actually recently. I would like to do a, a new habit building challenge every month. So some of the stuff that there's a great video that I, I watched today, but I've seen clips of and heard references of for weeks. Uh, that was a Matt Diavella video about he did 12 habits. I think it was last year approximately one of them was like took cold showers for 30 days one of them was like i woke up at 5 a.m for 30 days um you know some of them were like that some of them were a little bit more simple yada yada like he quit sugar uh, he tried to quit caffeine he tried to you know all these other things uh i just think i would like to try that meditation that was another one i'm gonna try and do some of those a lot of them are gonna be ones that he did some of them might not be I definitely am going to attempt some meditation. Uh, I'm going to see about the waking up thing. I'm notoriously bad at that. Uh, I'm definitely going to try the cold shower thing. I'm definitely going to try some breathing exercises, maybe do some Wim Hof stuff. If you're not familiar with that, Google it. Things like that. And I think that everyone should look to do something like that. Something that is short-term goals that require... Focus, constant focus. Maybe not even constant, maybe just once a day focus. I think he did journaling for a month too. Sorry, I'm sidetracking on that. Um, I think everybody should try that. So the long story short of this is, that's what I'm going to do next year. I just want to put that out there and, and make it known. <laughs> Because that so worked the first time. I want to put that out there and make it known so that everybody can, you know, maybe hold me a little bit more accountable. Maybe I feel a little bit like that. I know that wasn't a great, <laughs> didn't exactly work the first time I tried it, but you get the point. Um, and to see if maybe somebody else can, can jump in. Like, if you're one of the seven people that watches this podcast, <laughs> that sounds so funny. And you just feel like taking on some challenges, like, you know, Text me. Let me know. Let me know what you're going to do. My plan is over the next three days to write down 12 habits. I don't want to do more than one a month. I think that's aggressive. Um, write down 12 habits and see what order I want to do them in, I guess. I don't know. I guess I really only need to find out one, right? Kind of write down... Uh, like goals for how much I'm going to run, when I'm going to run, see if I can research for a marathon, yada, yada, and just um, see how this pans out, I guess, you know? And uh, if you feel obligated, you know, let me know. What, what are you going to try and do for 30 days, even if it's just one 30 days? New Year's resolutions don't have to be a year, right? In fact, you don't really need a new year to do a resolution. Like, you want to get better? Go get better today, in fact, yeah, literally to right now. Don't wait till tomorrow. Don't wait. Don't wait. Like, go do stuff. 
I'm using it as a convenient timing mechanism, but that doesn't mean that I'm procrastinating. It means I'm going to start my planning and I have an absolute deadline to actually start doing other stuff too. It's also not like I haven't already been making habits and, and doing other stuff but with the reading and the, the yada, yada, yada. So anyway, like I said, wanted it to be a kind of a short podcast. I'm going to, I'm going to film a couple more this week for sure. Um, I have here since I'm on camera and I can talk about it, I guess I have a little journal. It's not a journal. It's kind of a, an idea just dump for stuff that I write. But I have, um, here's where it all kind of started with the podcast. Podcast ideas, podcast ideas, podcast ideas, podcast ideas, podcast ideas, podcast ideas, much, much more podcast ideas. The one that I failed. Stuff. Stuff is coming out. I've had people ask me when it's coming out, what's coming out. I don't know. Obviously, sometimes I try things and they fail. Not ashamed. Also, not making any money. And really, just don't care. So, stuff's coming out. I'm going to do a couple next week. Also, got a couple other side projects that I'm kind of working on slash starting. Maybe hint, hint. Little Kalimba. We'll see. Um, so, no rush, but uh, podcast stuff will be, will be around soon. And it, maybe it won't be so informal. Maybe I'll actually get something done. Who knows? I don't know. But... That's for today. We're going to call this one Life Updates, Minimalism, and New Year's Resolutions. Sounds like a plan to me. Enjoy, guys.